0: Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder. Leading off today, one of Apple's top services executives is departing the company. Peter Stern, Apple's vice president of services, has reportedly started telling his colleagues that he plans to leave the company at the end of this month. As a result, there will be a major shakeup of the team surrounding him. This information comes via a new report from Insider, which cites two people inside Apple familiar with the company's plans. Stern is telling his colleagues that he's exiting Apple to spend more time on the East Coast. Stern originally joined Apple in 2016 after serving in various different senior-level roles at Time Warner Cable. Since joining, he's largely been the face of Apple's services business alongside Eddie Q, who serves as Apple's Senior Vice President of Services. Through this departure, Apple is also planning to reorganize the services team, splitting Stern's responsibilities into three different divisions. One of those executives will be Oliver Schusser, who is Apple's vice president in charge of Apple Music, but those other two divisions are still unknown. Ultimately, this is a major shakeup for the services team inside of Apple. Peter Stern was widely viewed as a potential successor to Eddie Q. And again, he'd taken on a very forward-facing role with all of Apple's subscription services like TV Plus and Apple Music. The reorganization could, however, mean that the different services that were once all under Stern's control get more attention and autonomy from their respected leaders, but we'll have to wait and see how all of this ends up shaking out. In other news today, Apple is continuing its work to move the Face ID sensors underneath the iPhone's display. Analyst Ross Young first reported last spring that under-display Face ID would be ready for the iPhone in 2024, which was also later corroborated by analyst Ming-Chi Kuo. This week, a new report out of Apple's supply chain echoes this sentiment. This report says that Apple's effort to move the Face ID sensors underneath the iPhone display is on track for a launch with the iPhone 16 Pro in 2024. Face ID requires a number of different components and sensors to work, including an infrared camera, a flood illuminator, and a dot projector. Moving all of this hardware underneath the iPhone's display isn't a small undertaking, but again, it's something Apple is apparently on track to accomplish by next year. Interestingly, if Apple is successful in moving Face ID under the display, then it could use a single hole-punch-shaped cutout on the display for the selfie camera and nothing else, and the second pill-shaped cutout that currently houses Face ID technology would no longer be needed. This, of course, leaves us with the big question about what this means for the Dynamic Island, After all, a single hole-punch cutout without the dynamic island would certainly look sleeker than the current design and it would increase the available screen real estate, but you'd be giving up some of the functionality and interactivity of the dynamic island, so this is something that Apple will have to make a decision about if and when Face ID is ready to be moved under the display. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder. Waterminder is the all-around water tracking application that helps you stay hydrated all day, every day. If one of your New Year's resolutions this year is to drink more water, then Waterminder is a must-have application for tracking your progress every day. You can create healthy habits to track your progress and achieve your goals with a built-in achievements system to help enhance your motivation. Waterminder has applications for the iPhone, the iPad, the Mac, and the Apple Watch. And logging your water entries throughout the day is as simple as a single tap on your Apple Watch. You can download Waterminder today for free from the App Store to help create and maintain healthy habits throughout all of 2023. My thanks to Waterminder for their support of 95 mac daily. Rounding out today, over the past several months we've talked a lot about Apple's plans to reduce its reliance on outside suppliers like Qualcomm and Broadcom. As it turns out, Apple's efforts actually extend far beyond these two companies. According to a new report from Bloomberg, Apple is aiming to start using its own screens for the iPhone and Apple Watch. Currently, Apple relies on partners such as Samsung and LG for its displays that it uses in the iPhone, iPad, and Apple Watch, and the move to start using its own custom displays represents, quote, a major blow to these partners. The transition is expected to start with the highest-end Apple Watch Ultra towards the end of 2024, as part of this, the Apple Watch Ultra will also switch from OLED displays to micro-LED displays. These new screens, which again have been exclusively designed by Apple, are described as being more vibrant, brighter, and having better viewing angles than what's on the market today. Quote, the displays make content appear like it's painted on top of the glass, End quote. Apple's plans to switch from companies like LG and Samsung have been in the works within the company's hardware technologies division since 2018, with the initial goal of shipping something by 2020, but there have been some development snags along the way. Because of this, it's possible that the 2024 target outlined by Bloomberg could actually slip until 2025. Finally, Apple will still rely on an outside supplier to handle mass production of these displays, but again, the displays themselves and that manufacturing process have both been devised entirely in-house. So to recap, over the next few years, Apple is planning to drop a number of its partners including Qualcomm, Broadcom, and now Samsung, LG, and other display suppliers. By reducing its reliance on these outside companies, Apple has more control over the production and development of new technologies. And of course, it's less susceptible to outside problems that affect those third-party companies, but not itself. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller. And be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9 to 5 daily.